0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents... The Oxford Exxon Podcast.
1: I'd say thanks for tuning in, but why am I going to give
0: you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Palm And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCrady. I deserve to be
2: on TV. Welcome this Monday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Palm, Neil McCrady Clark Ford Studio here this morning. Arkansas takes two out of three from the Rebels. Ole Miss, uh, frankly, chance to sweep the series Instead, said win one, come back to Oxford, seven and fourteen in the SEC. They host Missouri this weekend against the uh, against the Tigers. Both teams trying to get to Hoover at this point. Not exactly the way we thought a critical series would be playing out here as we get into May. May second, uh, last three weeks of the regular season, NFL draft. Ole Miss with six players drafted. I believe is that correct? That's correct. Yeah, six players drafted. Sam Williams topping the list. The Cowboys at 56. We'll talk about that a little bit. We've got some other topics I, I want to get to. It Maybe tomorrow, though. I'm trying to ration them out. It is May. It's not like we have tons of stuff every day. But that's the headline stuff. We'll talk draft. We'll talk baseball and more here on the show. show brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. Lunch special is 5 Two sides of bread. 32-ounce drink. Also, i uh, still trying to give you a... Um, $10 there at the pump. All you have to do is take a picture of the QR code or download the Exxon mobile app. When you do that, 1,000 bonus points, 1,000 bonus points, $10 with the Oxford Exxon and all Blue Sky locations. throughout in Mississippi. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford Studio.
3: We are Clark Fords in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900. Call that number. Ask from my buddy, Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in um, business hours right to the bottom line. There's no hassle. There's no haggle. You get your quote. uh, The rest is up to you. You can shop that quote around or you can do what I've done, what I recommend that uh, you do. And that's hop into a Clark Ford today. 662-257-1900. Guests will join this week on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline, Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford. Great place to grab a burger, po' boy, uh, appetizer, great beer selection, Full bar and more great environment there at Rafters on the Square in Oxford, and also Rafters in New Albany.
2: So, where you want to start? What do you want to talk about today,
3: Mister McCartney? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what
2: do you want to talk about?
3: I mean, I know what people. I'll like.
2: let you spin the wheel. So, whatever you. Like I mean, to do.
3: I, I think I think people want to know what's going to happen more than anything. Now, I mean. I think we could regurgitate yet another series, which sort of went the way every other series is. There's on. a bit of a
2: groundhog day fashion to the way they are
3: losing right they've now. They've played seven series, they've won seven games. You can do the math. They're better in the first game than they are the back two games.
2: They're winless in the middle game.
3: They yeah, they've they've not they've not been effective at all in the middle game. And then you know, like look, over the weekend, to me the big thing I think you it was your stat, I saw it. Arkansas issued eighteen walks in the final two games of the series. That's correct.
2: Seventeen that's, walks and a hit by pitch.
3: So that's one free base runner an inning for two games. That's correct. And Ole Miss
2: scored six runs in those two. Games. I didn't even think about the run scored. Yeah. So they were five for thirty four with runners on base in those two games. So obviously, you have to give some
3: credit to Arkansas. They 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 pitched fairly well. The middle of their infield is very good. There was a couple of double plays that were excellent. Um, But you then have to turn your attention to whether it's approach or whether it's um, mentality or pressing or all of the above. And you have to look at it and go, that that's who they are at this point. And so we're 21 games in. There's nine games left. They're seven and fourteen. They're not going nine and zero. Oh, and even if they did, that's you're out of the hosting conversation. For God's sake, there's two conversations to be had. One that's trivial, frankly, is can they play their? How way? do they extend
2: past that A and M series?
3: How do they play into Hoover? Yes, and the answer is beat Missouri and then win. Just one hold on and hang <laughs> like, on, yeah, and you yeah, get yeah. to be the twelve seed in Hoover. Congrats. And then the bigger story, of course, is the big picture story about what comes in three weeks or four weeks or whatever the case may be. And I answered this on the message board yesterday, and I answered it pretty emphatically because I I don't think there's any debate. You're better sourced on this. Maybe you'll disagree. So I guess I'll put you on the spot here. I think the decision's made. I think everyone knows where this is going.
2: Well, look, it's the difficult part of this because from a covering standpoint, because there's some minutiae that has to just be covered day to day. I mean, I wrote a story this morning about, hey, here's where they're sitting for Hoover just because, okay, let's get on with it. It is what it is. Uh but yeah, look. But here's the problem. It's been the same for the last couple of weeks. Arkansas over the weekend didn't change anything. Yeah. Ole Miss is going to have a new baseball coach unless it at least gets to a super regional and probably gets to Omaha. Yeah. I mean, we've been saying that for weeks, so when nothing changes It's not that that disappeared. It just remains the case. So each weekend, uh,
3: the angst kicks back up, and I don't really. And we
2: knew this at the end of last season. I mean, this is this frankly is a months long deal of okay, no, he's got to get it done. I mean,
3: I think no one thought this season could go this poorly. They were, the the ranking certainly has played a role into some of the expectations, but they are what they are at this point. They're seven and fourteen in the league. Like I wrote in Ten Thoughts, you know, I mean, it was a series that Ole Miss should have won, could have swept. Yeah. But they didn't. And they didn't because when it came down to the nitty-gritty of the games, Ole Miss didn't get the big hit on Saturday. and Arkansas did. And on Sunday, when it came down to bases loaded, two outs, chance to win the game. Gonzalez and Elko up. and It didn't happen. So you can give the credit or you can distribute the blame or however it makes you feel good about it, but it is what it is. And so when one team gets the hit and one team gets the out and one team doesn't get the hit and can't get the out,
2: well, we, it, it happens. We spent weeks talking about pitching. The pitching was good enough all three days. The pitching was fine. I mean, there's been a ton of stuff and – conversation about whether Derek Diamond should or should not have still been in there at the bottom of the fifth but even with him giving up the home run he was fine it was good enough on a Sunday to win a baseball game you didn't win because you didn't hit yeah Ole Miss's offense lost these games these two days that's what happened on on Saturday they had two on with nobody out in the seventh the bases loaded with with nobody out in the eighth and two on with nobody out in the ninth or maybe I've got those mixed up but either way one run yes one run with seven people on base and three innings with no outs.
3: And so when the kid hits the three-run homer to beat you, you have to look at it and go, oh, that's not surprising. I mean, you, you've, you sort of poked the snake for a while and it finally bit. But And, and the other thing that I think people get into, and it's, it, it's an emotional thing, is why don't they just announce something? Why? Well, because Mike probably doesn't want to announce something because I think Mike Bianco, who's just a little bit older than me, is probably not looking at this as the end of his career. Someone wants him to announce that he's going to retire. I don't think he's retiring. Now, he's going to be, not going to be the Ole Miss coach next season. I feel comfortable saying that at this point. But I think he wants to get another job. That would be my guess is that he wants to get another job, and there's probably going to be some form of a market out there for him at sure. some point. Yeah, sure. And so announcing that you're retiring makes a prospective employer go, okay, are you sick? Have you lost the desire? Do you not want to do it anymore? So no, if if I'm Mike and the whole contract thing is immaterial, he's going to get his money. If I'm him, I probably just finish the season and I make them fire me. And I get my buyout and I go look for another job and i'm sure there's a i don't know him the way you do i don't know him at all really i'm sure that in his mind he's like you shouldn't fire me i'm going to try to talk my yeah, way sure. into another year in the job but i based on what i've heard from talking to people i think this is over barring a miracle
2: and at this point we're in may it's getting it close be, to a miracle. Yeah, it would yeah. be pretty miraculous. I mean, I think to feel really, really safe for a regional berth, they'd have to go seven and two down the stretch. Six and three could get it done, but it would probably require seven and two. If so, yeah, probably so. Their RPI is so. sixty this morning. Yeah, they would probably have to sweep Missouri and then take two out of three from A and M and LSU, and, and take yeah, and win both of those series. Yeah, if you just took all three series, you'd have a puncher shot at thirteen and seventeen. You got a name value. You probably yeah. get a benefit of the doubt. Maybe in. if you went to Hoover and made some noise. I mean, Alabama got in last year at 12 and 17 in the league because they went to Hoover and won two and snuck in. Right. But their RPI was 36. They got work to do to get to 36 from 60. Yeah. And just again, what tells us that they're going to go six and three down it's the difficult. I mean, it's difficult for me. I to- mean, we could sit here and have that conversation hey, here's how they do it. But. They haven't shown the ability to put those games together to do that, so it's it's, it's difficult for me to watch a And
3: M as much as I've watched them, and to watch LSU and to think that's particularly realistic. Yeah,
2: but look, Keith Carter's not firing Mike Bianco during the season. If anything is announced during the season, it's because Mike Bianco chose for that to happen. That's it. It's yes, and why? Because you all got, you all want Dan McDonald. Okay, let's say that Dan's going to say yes for the hypothetical benefit of this conversation. He's still going to coach his team. Yeah. He's not going to take your job before they're in the play before they're done. Yeah, he's not showing. So up he could in be Baton coaching Rouge. until the, the middle of June, the end of June. So, what's the rush? Let, like they just take a breath. Well, and chill out and, and let it play out. And
3: it, in a hypothetical world where you're trying to hire Dan McDonald firing his friend <laughs> whose son plays on your team is probably not the best move. I mean, I mean, humiliating. No, I will
2: say friend. this just... as we get into this conversation, but I'll just plant this seed. The cutoff for the portal for kids to get in the portal and all that is July first. Yeah, they they do need oh, to yeah. move no. a little no. bit when this sure. thing is over. No, there is absolutely. a very set. Sure, I do love that. I mean, Avery does it here. I I, I do love how this is happening. Cause every time I mention Dan McDonald on the message board of the podcast, they all go hypothetical and wink at me, and I'm like, I I, I, I don't know.
3: Like, I, I will I, look. There's a reason for this. It's because last year, the reason that the whole LSU thing happened the way that it did, right, is because that's where Ole Miss was headed. Sure. And there was a pretty strong sentiment out there that he was amenable to taking the job if Mike took the LSU job. Sure. It's why whenever people go, you know, he went and interviewed for LSU, that's a fireable offense. It's a lot more complicated than that. that. That's not...
2: You needed him to do that.
3: Yeah, that's, that's not even in concentrated form, correct? It's just wrong. He was all but encouraged to go interview. And he just made a Super Regional for the second year in a row. Yeah. So you weren't firing him. But you wanted him to take the job because it was stale and everyone knew it was stale. And if he took the LSU job, it... It was nice and easy. Nobody got feelings hurt, really. And you can move on in your best possible path. You can move on your best possible path. And everybody holds hands. And the next time LSU comes to town with Mike Bianco as the coach, you have a Mike Bianco day. And it's just a nice, clean bow. And that's what they were going for. (laughs) Got a shit sandwich instead, but.
2: Gambled and lost. I mean, yes, that, the that, objective that, yeah, was yeah. to
3: wrap it up in a
2: really pretty... Yeah, I see the road. I mean, I saw the path. A tree just fell on it. Yeah. Like, that's 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 what happened. Yeah. Well, Scott Woodward fell on it. You were trusting a forecast that you probably shouldn't have trusted at that point. What are we talking about Ben McDonald for? I don't know. Yeah. Yes, he is from Denham Springs and played at LSU. Parrish Alford was his high school center. Is that, in fact, right? that is correct. Yes, that is that is that is a true statement. So I look, I they're gonna play Missouri. See what happens. Um, Missouri takes two out of three from uh, Mississippi State over the weekend. They hit a walk off yesterday to uh to to win game three. I think it was in Columbia. Pretty sure it was in Columbia. I guess it would have to be be a walk off. Um, yeah, yeah, it would. That's true. Can't so, walk off on the road cannot walk off on the road. Nope. So anyway. Ole Miss, Missouri, Kentucky all seven and fourteen in the league. Kentucky still has to play Tennessee, so I don't like the Qualcats chances to get into Hoover at this point. And they don't have a tiebreaker against Missouri or Ole Miss.
3: Oh, that's so, they lost both those series. Yeah, yeah. So
2: it's not looking good for Mingioni and the guys there in Lexington right now. Probably not looking good for Nick as a coach right now in, in Kentucky moving forward is my guess. Might be could be a decent fit there. Uh he would make a lot of sense there. He would. So, yeah. Ole Miss, uh, again, with AM and LSU remaining 12 and 9 for both those teams in the SEC at this point. LSU 12 and 9, AM at 12 and 9. Auburn is 12 and 9, too. Auburn up to number three in the country in RPI, by the way. So that does give Ole Miss a pretty hefty series win, should anything. They're legitimately good. He's done a really good job with well, a team a really that really is not. Deisha is a hell of a hitter, and they've done a good job managing a pitching staff that's yeah fine he's a hell of a coach there's a lot of fine yeah um i would have liked to have seen him beat tony vitello's ass the other day had they come across the field but because yeah. you typically you don't mess with a small town guy named butch if you're going to get into a fight that's yeah. probably not where you start but just 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 saying tony vitello is
3: 19 we won't spend much time on this He's nineteen and two, and I think he has hurt his stock as a coach this season. Yeah, I think that's fair. He's
2: nineteen. No, like and they have a hell of a program. Oh, they're a hell, hell of a of
3: team. team. Hell of a hell of a baseball team. It's very difficult to beat them, and they can beat you in a number of ways. And they're never out of it. And they'll run you all out of a out of a stadium. Mm-hmm. But I think he's hurt himself.
2: Bumping the umpire was one thing. But you think Saturday was... I know Saturday was bad for him. Yeah, well, let's talk about it for a second. We, get, we we got a minute. We got plenty of stuff. I, I do want to write down... I, I want to talk about some NIL stuff, but that's probably tomorrow. So just remember that going into tomorrow, because I don't think we have time today. But I got some stuff. Did, did the pit receiver enter the portal? I don't know. I guess, because you see the offer he was getting? Yes. I mean, let's. that's tomorrow, but just keep that. Because I got several thoughts there. I got lots of thoughts on it. Fairly severe thoughts, actually. So let's 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 do that. So anyway, okay. Uh we'll come back, we'll talk about baseball in a second. For the I'll tell you about community mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga. All underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. So you local underwriting and understand your market, a leader in condo financing, the float down option and more. You can contact Jason at six six two two three four two seven zero four or J L O W E at community mtg.com. As the
3: weather heats up, so do the deals from Dead Soxy. Dead Soxy's Mystery Box is the ultimate Mother's Day deal. Get 20 pairs of socks for only $70 with code Rebel Grove. In addition to this incredible deal, you can use Rebel Grove for 35% off site wide. Just go to deadsoxy.com, stock up on your favorite no shows or dress socks, and step into warmer weather in style. As always, stay soxy. My 10 weekend thoughts are up at rebelgrove.com. They're brought to you by uh, Game Changer Patches. They're the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch is used before or while you drink. Overtime patches used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game, ready for the next place. So go to gamechangerpatch.com, promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. Uh, ACS Automation and Control Systems LLC It's owned and operated by uh, Clay McNutt, Baldwin, Mississippi. It's a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell automation recognized system integrator. ACS has a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL 508A panel shop. They can custom tailor software packages, custom design electrical control panel solutions, and much, much more. To get in touch with them, go to ACS llcms.com or call 662-601-4381. We're also brought to you by Lamman's Fine Jewelry. Lamons at 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford has been serving the Oxford area for 3 quarters of a century. Engagement rings, wedding rings, fine jewelry, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, collectibles and more. It's the gold standard in fine jewelry. So visit them at com or call them at 662-234-2777. And speaking of warm weather, it's getting here. Uh, If you haven't made sure that your air conditioner is ready to handle the heat, now's a great time to get in touch with the people at Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Different names, same great products and services. But if if you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call uh, Comer at 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call the people at Southern, 662-429-4429.
2: I okay, guess so it's brought to you by G&M Pharmacy six six two two three six two 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 two. They're on they're on South Lamar in the uh, the Oxford area, and they deliver all over Oxford for you. They'll send it right to your house. You don't have to leave to get the prescriptions you need when you need them. Also with MedSync, to fill those prescriptions the same day each month, so it's one trip, one delivery. Have everything you need from GNM. There also with Tyson Drugs and Holly Springs, same great service if you're in that area. I guess so. Again six six two two three six two two. Two, two, yeah, Tennessee, nineteen and two, in the s e c at this point, um, I guess they've lost four games overall, is that correct, one early, and then Tennessee Tech, so four yeah, total, like that. um, they probably have the number one seed in the whole tournament wrapped up, I would think with three weeks to go, uh
3: yeah, they just have to keep breathing,
2: seriously, just yeah, just like not don't have eight people hurt, show up, fine. um, Auburn got them over the weekend once, he had a uh. Tied it and then hit a three run uh Homer to eventually win it uh there in Knoxville. Got escalated a little bit at that at that point. Uh the kid for Auburn was very excited. He uh he threw a bat on his bat flip, pretty close to the Tennessee dugout. It hits the turf and then shoots up against the dugout. Yeah. As it uh as it goes. Vitello then grabs the bat and throws it into a pile of Auburn players around home plate at that point. Uh, Yes. We're lucky there were no fisticuffs, frankly. Frankly, I'm stunned. That that did not escalate into a really, really big deal at that moment. Yeah. I like it, it, it had every ingredient for chaos
3: at that point. I suspect there's a conference call involving Birmingham
2: this morning. Do you think so? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, a couple things in Tennessee. This thing where you do it every inning of every game, and it's all you do, and you just you're on and on and on and on. Does that bite you when you get into some adversity late in the season in a postseason? Can you maintain that and, and play well all the time? I guess we're gonna find out. I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I wonder when the stakes really matter, and you get down, can you just go to that well
3: constantly? It feels weird to me. because
2: we don't see that in baseball. That's not a thing. We always talk at baseball. No, look, it's a marathon. Chill. Every game can't be the end of the world,
3: right? I don't know. They're they're so talented that it might overcome that.
2: It's not even the taunting that gets me; it's the getting offended every time somebody taunts you back. Oh, I don't. Like, like what the is your taunting. problem? I mean,
3: and you know me pretty
2: well. I don't, but I guess my point is, if you're going to dish it, by God, then yeah. why are you griping and bitching when they do it back at you? I don't
3: think I'm the get off my lawn, kids, guy, but I can't stand all the taunting. I keep waiting for a team to go. You know what? We're going to sacrifice a game here, but we're about to send a message. Like if you're Kentucky and you get taunted all weekend long, Sunday might be the day that you go. You know what? Some of you cats today's are, war. We're just gonna. We're, some we're of gonna. you cats are going to wear them today. This dugout's not going to be full at the end of the game, but by God, we're going to take some shots.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's said here, don't touch home plate with one finger and then get mad when somebody flips a bat at you. Yeah. No, you asked for it. I just don't know what happened to, hey, we're just going to play baseball. Let's play the game. I thought last year he actually had some intelligence to it because I thought he was trying to get his program to have an edge that had been so bad for so long. But now I don't think so. Because here's the thing, it doesn't come off as genuine. It comes off like we're actually a bunch of soft assholes who have to do this to even kind of –
3: He's become the guy in the gym who must need the attention, I guess. And so when he's in in the back lifting or something, he's going, and everybody's looking around like, what are you doing? He's become that guy. And that guy thinks that all the girls find that hot, when in reality nobody's, nobody's there watching you, champ. He's become that guy. I think he's hurting himself from a marketability standpoint.
2: And he's a hell of a baseball coach. Like, I've seen people go, I'd love to have that on my team. Would you really? But he's – what's so funny about it is off the field, PR, running the program, recruiting a methodical assassin. Yeah. Great. Yeah. He's fantastic. I mean, he's maybe the best organizational coach in the country, but he does have Frank Anderson next to him He basically runs that program day-to-day. But – that the, the system he's put in place, really, really good. Yeah. And then is a crazy person the other time. It's weird. It, it's really weird. It's really weird.
3: Because they've gone from kind of being a feel-good story last year to being kind of hated. And maybe he wants to be hated. Maybe that's part of the deal. I always figured he looked at that job as a – trampoline to a big job. But now I don't know. Maybe he's maybe he's decided this is this is his place. This is his station. Well they're they're giving him anything you want. Well sure. So maybe maybe he's gonna get the last laugh. But he's made his share of enemies this year. And the bat story should have been a bigger story. I told you this. The college, the national media, and there aren't many, that cover college baseball are so access-dependent that they won't write a critical word. So it's sort of – he sort of gets away with it. Sure. And the way that the college baseball season is put on the calendar, by the time the NCAA pays any attention to it, it's basically over. They're not watching college baseball in February and March. They're doing their tournaments. Then they get to late and there's tons of stuff. There's lots of spring sports. And they just I mean the statement in Chris Lee's story, well, we just sort of expect them to police themselves. Oh well. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Yeah.
2: Good luck with that. Sorry they didn't obey. I mean that's <sighs> Um, he doesn't feel, I mean, it said in the stream, you, we've talked about it a little bit. He doesn't feel like a fit at Arkansas because of this. That's not their program. Yeah. It's not, not their fan base. Not really who they are. No. I mean, Van Horn's a cantankerous kind of old man at this yeah. point, but it's not like that. No, no, he's not throwing bats across the field. No. He's a curmudgeon at this yeah. point in his career. Yeah. He's always mad about something. Yeah. But they're not. Well, no, he hates that kind of crap. I mean, it was the whole fight yeah. with Ole Miss and t- in Tennessee last year and whatever. I mean, he wants to be the Yankees. Let's clean cut. Let's let's mm-hmm. just play baseball. Yeah.
3: I'm far more on his side of the way I want the game to be played than I am Vitello's. I'll be honest, as a – Just a guy. I would not want to be on a team that's bat-flipping and taunting and stuff because I don't want to be the guy that wears one. Some of these college pitchers throw really hard. Both Ole Miss and Arkansas had kids hit triple digits over the weekend, okay? Yeah. I don't want to wear one of those in my face.
2: Can I have my... Old man in the lawn moment, speaking of. Sure. I'm so sick of Ben Joyce and this fastball for Tennessee. Yeah. I get that now he's broken some records and things. But, you know, for the longest time, he couldn't pitch. Couldn't throw strikes. Like, he was a project that threw really hard. And it's made me, and I have several of his apparel because I like the guy, it's made me almost hate pitching Ninja. Because he's focused on joy so much. So I'm obsessed like, with him. I'm like, you're not yeah. talking about the art of pitching anymore. Like, right. we spend hours a day on a kid who throws really hard. And it's a neat story. It's cool. But, but my he's God, become it, the, he's become the guy
3: who's just the longest drive competition. Yeah, I'm like, He's okay. not even playing golf. He's just seeing how far he can hit a ball.
2: I mean, he threw 28 of his 32 pitches yesterday at least 103 miles an hour. It's in hellaciously impressive. Don't get me wrong. How many hey. were strikes? Well, he's gotten better. I mean, he actually played in some meaningful innings. I mean, so that's the end of the point. But I just it's just getting such overkill in my head. I'm like, okay, yes, he throws really hard. But there was never a – it's not like, look, it's a Twitter account. It's not like Rob Freeman has to worry about context necessarily. But a lot of it is like, hey, look at the movement. Look at the pitching. Look how good these guys are. And it just – I don't know. It, it, it started to really get on my nerves. But I think it's because he plays for Tennessee on top of it mm-hmm. that it's all boiling over into the same thing. But – Ben Joyce's name gets said now and my blood pressure goes up. Like it's 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 it's, it's, it's getting there. So anyway, sorry. Over it now.
3: <sighs> you got it out of your system?
2: I think so. I think I'm good. It's no? good. It's fine. Okay. Okay. Um We'll hit it and we'll come back. Talk about it more. The draft. Uh you know, you start Sam, Corral. We're gonna talk about Oh yeah, we talk about Matt. I think people want to talk about Matt. Okay. Go ahead. We talked ninety fourth about- overall to the Panthers yeah. for anybody that's been under third a rock.
3: round. Panthers traded up to get him in the third round. Matt Rule, one of the guys that was at Pro Day. Was st- really studying him that day. Um where I happened to be standing at Pro Day, I was Matt Rule was within 10 feet of me for most of the day. And he was really interested in corral, watching him closely. Um, Look, Wednesday and Thursday, there were some kind of rumors that started circulating about Matt. I'm not going to dive into them because I don't really, I wrote this, I don't really know whether they were old rumors that just sort of got regurgitated, whether it was something new, whatever. Whatever. And it doesn't really matter anymore. The deal is, he got drafted. Actually got drafted in sort of a perfect situation for him. Sam Darnold's the quarterback there, but that's not exactly... It's not exactly sewing his name into into all the clothing. You know what I mean? I mean, Darnold's (laughs) there, but... That job is attainable. Let's put it that way. And, you know, this is the same GM that drafted Russell Wilson in Seattle clearly views Corral as a guy that could be their starting quarterback on a rookie-scale deal and use that as an avenue to build that franchise. I think it's a good fit for Matt. So, at the end of the day, did all of this stuff cost him some money? It did. Did he get in a position where he can make it up? Yeah, he did. And there won't be nearly the pressure on Corral in his rookie season in Charlotte as a third-round pick. As frankly, there would have been in his rookie season in Pittsburgh as a first round pick. And what you also saw over the course of the draft is that the NFL just didn't like these quarterbacks. That it, much. Was,
2: it was less of a story on the fall because Malik fell too. I mean, that's what Neil and I talked several times over the course of the, the first and second round of the draft and went, hey, you know, what is this? What's going on? Kind of talk about all the rumors, talking about all the different stuff. But at the end of the day, he went, other than Ritter in the exact slot of what people expected him to go. It's yeah. just everybody fell other than yeah. Pickett going where most people thought Pickett was going to go. I mean, it was a, it was by the script. It just showed that for the for once, frankly, in the draft that I can remember, teams didn't reach for quarterbacks. They just stopped and let it fall and took other people and, and let it play out, which you said speaks to the overall dislike of the class when it came to the quarterback play at this point. Um, you know, and so the rumors that were out there, I don't know. They never really came to fruition.
3: I didn't like – I didn't like what Ian Rappaport did in his reporting because bringing the depression up really bothered me and bringing the whole alcoholism thing up because I, it it does not
2: appear that that had anything to do with anything. It
3: was my understanding from talking to multiple people that that had been addressed. And 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 I bri- think
2: Ian thought it was other things and he w- didn't have them sourced and he wouldn't say them so he brought up something almost as a non sequitur that was not the reason for anything yeah. and made him look really stupid. Yeah. And bringing up depression is completely a bullshit move because we should be championing people who talk about it. And not acknowledging Telling young kids, no, 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 come to us if you're having deals. Let's yeah. talk through it. Right. Let's get you to the other side and then make that an accomplishment. Yeah. Oh, no, he fell because he talked about depression because he publicly mentioned it. Oh, screw off. Yeah, like That That exactly. had nothing to do with anything. Even the rumors that we heard, that had nothing to do with Matt yeah. falling
3: at all. Ian very clearly had heard the same rumors that we were hearing. Yes. Didn't have it where he could report it. Didn't have it where he could mention it, and yet they're in his ear going, explain why he fell. And instead of saying... Look, this is the truth. When you're in the NFL, at some, some times you're looking for reasons not to take someone. You okay. need some confirmation bias, if you will, to not take a quarterback, not take this particular guy. Maybe it's you just don't feel it doesn't feel right. And so some of that stuff floats around and. It was just kind of crappy reporting. Instead of saying, look, he fell because the NFL's just not crazy about some of these quarterbacks. It's going to be a storyline to follow over the next few years. Does Matt Corral, does Desmond Ritter, which one
2: proves them wrong? Does
3: Malik Willis, do they all prove them wrong, or do they validate this what is a league-wide snub when you don't get drafted in the second round? That, That was what he should have reported.
2: Yeah, I don't think anything going on with Matt dropped him beyond maybe the Falcons instead of Ritter. There's some rumors, some stuff. Rippey had talked to somebody who maybe that was the case. Yeah. That Atlanta takes him there instead. Um, basically, I was going to have him in my division no matter what. And then, uh, you know, maybe Carolina jumps earlier if you think that's the case. But otherwise, it kind of was that script. It, it was only so many teams that were even in this thing to begin with. So, And frankly,
3: when Carolina traded up to get him – it made me go, eh, maybe there's not much to this.
2: Yeah. because maybe, like,
3: maybe the rumor's not true. They
2: I, maybe took a gamble and said, hey, no, take this guy, then we're probably are still okay. Let's, yeah. Let's see what happens. Yeah. So, you know, had he
3: gotten out of the third round, I was going to be like, oh, God. Because
2: they traded up because they were worried about somebody between them yeah, and wherever they were. You know, I mean. Saw their guy. Yeah. Went and got him. They clearly believe
3: he's their quarterback in the future. And if they're right, it was a steal for them because they got a big-time left tackle – and then you get a quarterback on a third-round rookie-scale deal, and you can – if that guy ends up being your starter for a few years on a rookie-scale deal, you can do a lot of roster building
2: around him. Yeah. What's well, a gamble for Matt Rule? I mean, they've got a coach who's on the hot seat. I mean, there's no guarantee Rule is going to be there in 2023. That's been weird for him to this point. So I mean, he's almost, in a way, he's staking his future on Corral, going, "Hey, it might not be next year, but I got this guy. Just let me, yeah, let me get to him. Yeah, it's gonna take a minute." It worked out better than him going to a bad fit, sure, and going earlier, sure, long term, sure. That's it's from a football standpoint. Look, I'm not being Pollyanna and saying it worked out well. No, but no, he lost a lot of money.
3: Yeah. But from a football standpoint, it went, it went well, and he's going to get an opportunity to make that money up if he can stay healthy. Because he's going to go to a place that I think he's you know, got McCaffrey in his backfield. They're going to be able to supply him with some receivers. Went out and got a big-time left tackle from a pass protection standpoint. We'll see. Usually guys that have baggage of any sort, they pay for it in the draft. Almost always. Sam Williams was a first-round talent, fell to the second round. Why? Because at the very first press conference, that's all the questions that are asked. Yeah, it cost him 25 picks, give or take. No doubt. But well, Sam, can play. Sam ends up landing probably where, the, where he wanted to go. the Cowboys were salivating over him in pro day. And And I think Sam wanted to go to Dallas. So it worked out for everybody. Second-round pick. Kind of early in the second round, I guess middle of the second round.
2: Pretty good spot. I mean, I, barring injury or anything, I expect Sam to have a good career. Long, I oh, mean, yeah. I think him to be around for a while yeah, to, absolutely. To, to, to make it work. I mean, he's well, he has a skill that
3: as each season goes along becomes more and more desirable for the uh for the nfl and that's your ability to set the edge and and pressure quarterbacks and get them off platform and all of those things it's a it's a quarterback wide receiver edge rusher offensive tackle league right now
2: I Wonder what kind of odds i could have gotten on sam being the first rebel off the board about six months ago <laughs> pretty good right you'd be counting your coin right now i would yeah because i mean over under matt went 54 spots over his vegas over under total it was forty. Oh, is that right? Yeah. 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 Fifty four spots. Well, once you started seeing a couple
3: of falls, like you and I were on the phone and I was like, yeah. look at the next eight teams. Like, well, they're not going quarterback, they're yeah. not going
2: quarterback. Yeah, it went so it went from forty nine to like sixty-three just without even anything just having to happen. Yeah. Because the Chiefs are clearly not taking them or anybody like that. Right. And it's Well,
3: no, and I think part of the thing that happened with him was whether it's fair or not, I've heard this from enough people to believe it, that one of the assessments was they didn't think he'd be a very good backup quarterback. Yeah. So he went to a place that very clearly thinks, well, you're not going to be the backup very long. Had a couple of shaky interviews. I think safe to say that at this point. That got out pretty good. Had a couple of interviews that just didn't
2: go well. Frankly, almost like he was anxious or ang- like nervous or something. Like, just... Because st- I-, I think that's... When you score that poorly on the wonderlick. I think that's what has to happen. You have to freak out a little bit. Yeah. Because you have to get... Freaked out by the clock. Otherwise, yeah. the questions aren't that hard. You don't make a 15 unless you lose sense of time. Well, if you think about it, he was in
3: a really good place going down to New Orleans. Yeah. But there was a lot of questions about, hey, are you doing the smart thing by not playing in this game? I mean, by playing in this game? Right. is it? I know you want to play and all that stuff, but is it smart? Yeah. And you know that's in the back of his mind because he's a human being, and then he gets hurt. And it, I'm... Guessing from that point forward, it felt like a scramble for him a little bit. Get healthy, get ready. Yeah,
2: just you're behind. Yeah. And he was. He was. Podcast brought to you in part by Northeast Spark, N E S P A R C. Service people across rural communities. Two packages the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. Your hometown team bringing you world class broadband. That's nespark.com, 662 238 3159. Phone service, pro controls, network security, and more. So call the office for details. Again, six, six, two, two, three, eight, three, one, five, nine. The College Corner is your
3: one stop rebel shop with two locations in the Jackson area in uh, Ridgeland. It's next to Fleet Feet and Flowwood. It's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, just go to collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. It's uh, the largest selection of rebel gear in central Mississippi. We're also brought to you by Pinnacle. They're based in Madison, Mississippi. They have clients in more than 20 states, advisors in multiple states. What they do is they sit down with you, they listen to your goals, study your expenses, and put forth a comprehensive, detailed financial and retirement plan built just for you. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N, wealth.com. Also brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. Get in touch with John. Give him some parameters. Give him a budget and he will create a um vacation for you that will create a lifetime of unique memories. All you have to do is give him some um, give him some um, like I said, parameters, kinda let him know what you want to do. Make sure you give him the budget, and that's the big help. 901-494-3387 or J Edwards at Regencytravel dot net. First time clients can save fifty dollars off their first book trip just by telling John you heard about Regency Travel. On the podcast, if you're coming up this weekend for the uh, Mizzou series, check out Oputs, the newest restaurant on the square. Euros, kebabs, wraps, redfish, lamb chops, handcrafted cocktails, frozen libations, an amazing candlelit patio and more. 306 South Lamar, just south of the square courthouse in Oxford. And we're brought to you by Grenada Nissan. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, Grenada Nissan's the place to go. They've got a complete selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles. Great lease deals as well. It's Grenada, I'll have a mailbag up on Wednesday. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt, Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all of your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. Whitney sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. You can reach her at 662-567-2573 or 662 842 3844
2: podcast is also brought to you by style assembly located just off the square by blind pig and frock it's oxford's newest women's boutique clothing jewelry shoes purses art sunglasses accessories and much more the owner kate and the style assembly team know that shopping for ladies is often difficult and time consuming not to mention a bit of a guessing game that's why they offer several options to eliminate the guesswork and make it easier for guys mother's day coming up graduation great time to stop by style assembly again just off the square ladies can stop by or even call create a wish list of items they love complete with sizes colors etc they keep those lists on file guys can simply purchase something off their loved ones list don't have to come in you can buy with the phone they'll have a gift wrap waiting on you to pick up and also the uh the gift card option is a great option gift cards in any amount and if you are a podcast listener if you're a rebel grow subscriber like kate just mention that and they will add 10 percent to any gift card purchase so a little bit of perk little bit of help there for Rebel Grove and Oxford Exxon podcast listeners. Get a gift card, Style Assembly, for Mother's Day here coming up this weekend, and they will add 10% to any gift card purchase. So no matter the budget or the location, Kate will personally work with you to help you find the perfect gift for that special someone. That's 203 North Lamar, Tuesday to Saturday, 10 to 5, or give them a call, 662-638-3163. Uh, Kyle, thanks for super chat. He says y'all are going to do a live in person H R G or G pits this summer. Um, the opportunity would have to be provided to us. I mean, yeah. we're usually open to those if the situation fits correctly. Um, we've had good turnouts in Jackson in the past. We've done good stuff. So I don't know. Nobody has uh nobody has broached or offered that to this point. So we probably have some time on our hands. That's correct. Huh? Uh,
3: that is correct. You think
2: so? We have an opportunity to get that uh. To get that done.
3: I don't think you're heading to Nebraska this summer. I mean, unless you're just going on your own.
2: (laughs) I decided to explore Lincoln or something. I mean, (laughs) you never know. Uh, uh, Oh yeah. Sorry. I guess we should mention that. AJ Brown gets traded. He is a Philadelphia Eagle now. Yeah. AJ saying it was uh, not his fault. He wanted to stay in Tennessee. They did not offer him the value that he, uh, Thought he was worth, he said he would have signed for twenty two. He got twenty five per year from the Eagles, four year contract for uh for him. He got paid. Essentially, the the uh, the Titans uh, are trading him for Burks because they draft him and think they have the same player. So that is, they're very similar players. That is, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're not going to guarantee that a rookie is going to be great in the NFL, but that is the hope for the Titans yeah. as they move forward. So, and he's going to be much cheaper for a minute. Yeah. It makes sense. It made got, sense for both yeah, teams. It's fine. Got no issue there at all. Uh, elsewhere from the uh, from Ole Miss, the other four draft picks: Snoop Connor going to the Jacksonville Jaguars in the uh, the fifth round, the 154th overall pick. Maybe a touch higher than I thought, but okay. I mean, I, I'm not surprised at all by Snoop getting drafted. Uh, running backs are just not valued overly high in the NFL, but him shot is, he'll he'll make a roster. He'll hang around for a little while. I think runs hard, does everything right, and probably play some special teams if he has to. Some things there for him. Yeah, I think Snoop will be a good
3: special team player.
2: Yeah, he'll do well. Yeah. Uh, Chance Campbell goes to the Tennessee Titans. Speaking of, in the sixth round, people who like the Titans act like that's a good spot for him. I I know nothing about that, but that they don't have a deep linebacker
3: room, and I think he's going to have an opportunity to make a team playing special teams as well. And I mean, look, I'm biased on this one. I, I I think Chance is going to make an NFL roster and do well. I was super happy for him. I know that he agonized over that decision, and um, I know people were some, not many people, but a few people were critical of it and said he should have come back. But he viewed it as he was healthy now.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Why gamble? Wants to play. The goal was to play in the league, and this gave him the best opportunity. From
2: and by getting drafted in the sixth round, I think it worked. I mean, yeah, I mean,
3: I've got a better than coin toss chance of making that team.
2: Oh I, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, I think you're probably okay there. Um, I really want Mark Robinson to make the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, like the kid a lot. Great story moving from Presbyterian to C mode, walking on because Otis Reese basically told him to. To then being pretty damn good for Ole Miss and being a big help on a Sugar Bowl team. Yeah. You know, I did the big story on him last year, his mother talking about how they she would basically cash out her four oh one K if she had to to get him to Ole Miss and give him this opportunity, and now he's taken in the seventh round by the Steelers. Uh so was he seventh or sixth? Uh he was seventh fourth pick in the seventh Got round, okay. two twenty five overall for Mark Robinson. We'll see, I mean, seventh round doesn't always make it. We'll see what happens, but he's going to get multiple opportunities. Speaking of special teams, things that he can do, I mean, he uh, you mentioned it right after you saw him on pro day. He got in the absolute best shape he could have gotten into to maximize his opportunity. I mean, that yes. dude changed his body and yeah, did everything he could do to be yeah. ready to go. If I looked like that ever, I would because he, I mean, he ripped out like thirty-two twenty-fives or something. Yeah. It was like, whoa, that's I, I wouldn't wear clothes. <laughs> the DK thing. Ah, I'm fine.
3: Yeah. I would absolutely be shirtless everywhere I went.
2: I've had like an internal conflict in the last like month because I'm so short that I was trying to figure out like what link. I was buying some new running shorts. I was trying to figure out what outseam link to get or whatever. And if you're not, if you're Mark or somebody, you don't even worry about it. You just get the shortest ones you can find. Like the three inch are perfectly cool. Yeah. Just, yeah. All, all fine all the way around right there. Yeah. <laughs> And then the surprise, uh, Dean Leonard going in the seventh round, the 236th overall pick to the L.A. Chargers.
3: If you'd been at Pro Day, I don't think you would have been surprised. They were all watching him, and I remember there being kind of a palpable buzz after his 40. Like, oh, long corner who can run like that. Going to get a shot.
2: He had some moments, but Ole Miss never really – he never consistently – Well, frankly, the first
3: part of the season, he was bad. Yeah. And the second part of the season, he was pretty good. And then he – again, he – that's a team going, you know what? We'll take a flyer on a corner with some size and length who can run like that. Sure. Yeah, it's just a lottery ticket.
2: If it turns into something and you win the scratch off, then great. And if you don't, then it doesn't really matter. And you move on with your day. Yeah, so –
3: and then a bunch of guys signed free agent deals. I mean, if you want to say there was a loser in the deal, it's 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 Jerry and Ely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, doesn't get drafted, signs an undrafted free agent deal with Kansas City. I mean that's that's a fall. The rest were
2: But if you're if you're an NFL team with Jerry and I don't know that he really likes football and that's not even a criticism. I just don't.
3: Yeah, I'm with you.
2: And he didn't do a ton to look versatile. Kind of looked like a – which is surprising because we thought going into every season, frankly, it'd be, oh, well, yeah, you're going to be able to do – he kind of did one thing. Yeah. Always. I mean, the thread got bumped, and we hate getting old threads bumped, but I did – it was kind of funny getting the day Snoop committed. uh, Thing bumped, and he ends up getting drafted well ahead of Jerry or getting drafted in Jerry and not getting drafted at that point. Uh, if I had to put stock on an undrafted guy making it, probably Ben Brown. Cincinnati's a spot where he could latch on. Thought yeah, they that was were, a good fit for him right there. I follow a
3: lot of the Bengals riders and stuff just because. And they were the, – that organization was pretty excited that he fell to them. I think there was a fear in their organization that he was going to be a seventh-round draft pick somewhere. And when he fell to them, they they have a need at guard. He'll, he'll get every op- – assuming he's healthy – he had to have the bicep repaired twice, which is a which is a, a deal. But assuming he's healthy, he'll have every shot in the world to make that team.
2: Yeah, that that would be where I would put some some money down if I had to put it. The rest of them are just crapshoots. I yeah. mean, you hope for the best, but yeah. you just never know. I
3: mean, I don't want to disparage anyone, but there's a couple people that I would put no no money on at all.
2: And um, yeah, Ben Ben will have a shot. What kind of odds you give Jerry in making the roster?
3: Not good, you know. You? Probably not. I, I would be – got to really love the NFL.
2: I mean, to play in the NFL – I gotta, would be kind well, of fascinated facet- to know ranked. how Jerry and did in his interviews. I'd be really curious to know kind of what the tone of those were. Not good. You don't think so either? No.
3: That's not what they're about. Like, is it Kair Elam, the cornerback from Florida? He went to Buffalo in the first round. They traded up to get him. Okay. I think he went 23 or so overall. Sure. I was watching um, his interview. They f- filmed his interview at the Combine with Buffalo. Okay. And you can see, he. so he starts out the interview by saying, I think I take the best notes of anyone here. He goes, I brought my notebook. I don't know if you want to see it. But he pulls out his Florida Gators notebook thing. And he'd taken all these copious notes after every game. He goes, because I know that football's a copycat game. If someone beat me on something, I wrote down exactly what happened, how it happened, so that I would learn from it because someone else is going to see that film and they're going to try to do it to me again. And you could see the Bills people, like, lighting up. Like, legs started tapping. The head coach, (laughs) is it Sean McDermott? Is that his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. literally was like starting to smile (laughs) and the kid was really charismatic. And he he just said, I'm, I'm, I'm really big on self-improvement. I'm really big on critical analysis of myself and learning. And, um, they were,
2: they were all in, they were all
3: in. And that's what that league is. That's, that's a league where, you know, it's, they want guys who show up on their off day to watch film, to, to, they want guys who are there hours early and stay hours late. That is a league where you're always worried about the next team outworking you. And I don't know that that fits with with Jerrion, frankly. But I hope he makes it. I, I've never had any problem with him. He was fine. No. Yeah, he's been fine.
2: Yeah. Um, switching gears for a second. Do we believe that Keontae Johnson can get cleared to play basketball again? The the former Florida guard who is entering in the portal? And I hope so because it's an interesting move. Before the injury, I mean, he was. He was the SEC preseason player of the year. Yeah, I mean, he was.
3: People were talking about him as a lottery pick. But the fact that he didn't apparently get cleared by Florida's doctors, they weren't willing to do that, should send some.
2: I mean, he was close to death on the floor.
3: Yeah, it was yeah. scary. And I'm sure that if Florida's doctors felt good about it, that they would clear him, but they haven't cleared him. So I just, I hope for his sake that wherever he's trying to go, I hope that people are smart,
2: yeah, obviously. be careful. Yeah, come just- on.
3: I get it. You want to play the game, but. I'll be a little surprised if he plays in the SEC. Oh yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
3: So like some people are saying well, he'd go with Mike to Georgia, and I'd be
2: surprised. You thought the uh, the Giants had the best draft? Thought they had a great first round. You I mean, get Evan Neal at seven. Oh, you know,
3: Thibodeau at what? five. I mean, for a long time. He was the number one pick in the draft. And you get Evan Neal at number seven? I mean, sign me up. Because you liked him better than any of the other tackles. I, I think I would have taken him with the first pick in the draft.
2: You really? Yeah.
3: He's a mountain of a human being. Who can move his feet?
2: Eagles had a good draft. They did well in the day, I guess you would say, as much as anything. Yeah, Elam went to Buffalo at 23. You were correct on that. Georgia with 15 total players drafted, I believe, is the total number. Yeah, Feels high. That's high.
3: Tells you how good they were. Anybody that thinks you can just coach your way to a championship,
2: no. Look, Kirby has basically admitted that the entire time. It's just about signing kids and hoping they – Pan out, and you don't screw it up as a coach. I mean, he's sure. been fairly vocal about that—that that that's the path and the way that they're they're okay. doing things.
3: You talk to anybody who's ever been inside that program. Speaking of grinding, they grind in recruiting. That's what they do.
2: You buying or selling Derek Stingley at three? Has it been healthy? He was obviously a hell of a stud in nineteen. It's a little reach, but I mean, the talent is the, undeniable. The, the, the
3: talent's there, and I'm guessing that got vetted pretty good.
2: Can't waste that pick.
3: And you look at the disarray that LSU was in the last couple of years, and maybe he said, Hey guys, I just I looked at it and I said, I'm not I'm not throwing my future away for this. Kind of hard to argue. It was chaotic down there.
2: Maybe. Saints pursuing Tyron Matthew, picking that back up, trying, trying to get a little better on that side of the ball. Have they done it? It, Just not yet. I don't think it's done. Yeah. It was complete crap that they were ever trading up to take Malik Willis. Complete misinformation, apparently. So, there's a lot of misinformation. I heard
3: a rumor about the
2: misinformation
3: that there were some NFL teams that conspired against Mel Kuyper and the other guy Todd McShay. Yeah, McShay to give them bad information so that they would look like fools.
2: The hell of an accusation
3: heard it a couple of times buy it mm-hmm.
2: a couple of times it looked like it was the case they were way off on some stuff
3: way off on some stuff
2: we'll see Podcast brought to you in part by Johnston Hill Creamery, johnstonhillcreamery.com. Also, Johnston Hill Creamery is their sp- uh, space on Instagram. They, uh, advertising, they've got the charcuterie cups back in. If you need those for uh, parties, baby engagement showers, open houses, or more, give them a call to order. Usually requires 24 hours notice, but they'll take care of you. You can see pictures online there at Johnson Hill Creamy on Instagram to see what those are about. And remember, the Mother's Day pre-order is still going on. not going to have to pick that up until May 5th through 7th, the Mother's Day this weekend. Chocolate-covered strawberries, half-dozen one dozen. You can get artisanal cheese boxes, high tea trays, or dessert boxes. It's got cannolis and chocolate-covered strawberries, cheesecake dip, and more in that one. So that's uh, Johnson Hill Creamery making all their cheese locally and in-house every single day. Six six two four one nine nine two zero one or cheese at JohnsonHillCreamery.com. Russell brought
3: to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency. They've been connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. Are you on the job hunt? Whether you are seeking an entry-level position or you're a seasoned professional, they have opportunities across the board, IT, engineering, dentistry, accounting, law, manufacturing, human resources. Whatever you're looking for, they can help you. Their goal is to get to know you, your strengths, see what you're looking for uh, in your uh, next career move and help you find the right fit. Uh, Keep in mind that uh, there's no charge for you. You have nothing to lose by giving them a call. If your company's looking to hire quality, hard-to-find talent, they can help you as well, so keep in mind that payment of services is solely contingent on if you decide to hire a candidate that they send. Nothing to lose, to so give Will, Sydney, or Kelsey a call at six six two eight three two fifty one thirty eight, or check out their new and improved website, Service Specialist Ltd. dot com. We're brought to you by the Rogue. They're your destination for fine men's clothing from. Um, Work to lifestyle to nightlife. There's the perfect something for everyone there. All the best items from Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit, and more. The classic style, attention to detail, and commitment to excellent service continues to make The Rogue a special place to shop. 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. Don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward and chase after a better version of yourself. Everyday, Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative, state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So call Corinth Dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth. Let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile, 12 months, no interest, no down payment financing available at CorinthDental.com. And we're brought to you by Bell & Grove. Uh, Based out of Chattanooga, Bell & Grove is a logistics provider with more than 35 years of experience in uh, the transportation industry. They specialize in domestic freight movement throughout the continental U.S. They can navigate through supply chain issues while also leaning on their partner carriers to get the most competitive rate possible for their customers. In addition, they can help customers design a custom solution for their shipping needs. So whether your business is in need of moving a truckload, a partial shipment, or a flatbed, Bell & Grove can accommodate you. They provide both air and ground expedited services for customers who need to move product quickly. 865-672-6557. And we're brought to you by Southern Traditions Farm. It's a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails. A lot to be offered at Southern Traditions horseback riding offerings from uh, beginner lessons with Susan Walt to buying your first horse, competing at nationally recognized competitions. They also have the camps coming up this summer. May the 30th is the first camp, several of those throughout the month of June, 830 to 2 each day. So get in touch with them on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm, or you can uh, email Bowers Cone, that's B-O-W-E-R-S-C-O-N-E, the number one, at gmail.com.
2: Podcast is brought to you by Prime Shrimp, that's primeshrimp.com, code MPW, it gets $20 off your first order and it gets shipped directly to your door, restaurant quality shrimp and four different flavors they have going, they have the signature Louisiana Shrimp Bowl, the French Quarter Alfredo or their newest offering, the Garlic Herb Butter, which you can put on veggies, rice, pasta, or uh, make some shrimp scampi or maybe alongside for a surf and turf with a steak as well. Make it easy. Make it convenient. Let them take care of dinner for you again inside 10 minutes from freezer to plate with Prime Shrimp. That's primeshrimp.com, a money-back guarantee, and code MPW, $20 off your first order. Ole getting that basketball kid today? I, I, I'll
3: be... Absolutely stunned if they don't, because I think they're hiring one of his assistant coaches
2: in the process. Is that their last spot?
3: On the staff? Currently? No, no, no. Players. It depends on the academic eligibility of all of the incoming signees. I believe there's one potential issue that could be significant. It's hard to look at that roster today and see a path towards contention in the SEC. Toward the requirements. Yeah. I mean, I still think they lack shooters, I still think they lack guard depth. I always remind people that Deshaun Ruffin did not have his ACL surgery until February. Robert, Allen had, a question. Yeah. You know, Robert Allen had a significant knee injury. I mean, I've been on this beat long enough to know that sometimes those things nag. What if what if they're not the same player right away? What if it takes Deshaun a minute? I worry about backup point guard play. I worry about post play in general. You know, they did a great job keeping Matt Morell and keeping Deshaun, obviously. They need Jamin Brakefield to make a pretty big leap. And maybe some of those things happen. I mean, it happens sometimes. But but you need several of them to happen. Kind of need perfect storm. If, you know, I was listening to uh, Adam Carolla on Reasonable Doubt the other day, and he was talking about his – you know, he likes to race cars. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about, you know, if one wheel comes off the the track – he crashed. You know, his wheel came off the track and hit some water. And that was it. Yeah. I, Ole Miss is kind of, that basketball team, their path to contention requires keeping all of the wheels on the track. It, there's no room for getting one wheel to just get off the track for a second. I, I think you, you're you in the wall at that point. In a league where Tennessee and Kentucky and Alabama and Auburn and Texas A&M and Arkansas and uh, all of those teams are going to be really good. It just feels like it's a going to be a challenge. Vanderbilt's going to be better, I think. Missouri's going to be better. Just, just the leagues. The league's tough. It's a tough league, and i i don't I don't see it. But maybe I'm wrong.
2: They will have one staff spot remaining. Correct. That's my understanding. Yes. Which is, it's a difficult environment to fill. That. Sure, it's not a secret what's going on. I mean, you know, you're you gotta telling somebody, hey, move to Oxford. They're not going to get multi year deals.
3: Yeah, move to Oxford would be on a one year deal, and there's a decent chance that come March you're going to so be...
2: pass the step up move. It's hard to yeah. What's LSU able to do? Are they doing a bunch of NIL stuff in basketball? Yeah. They've signed some dudes. They're doing some NIL stuff. Um, They're signing dudes with no roster. Yeah. Believing in a rebuild. Yeah. I mean, the, the only kid left from last year is the walk on we
3: joked about last week. Yeah, no, they and they've they've had some success on the portal.
2: They got a four or five star kid, Jalen Reed.
3: Yeah. It, two different kids, not Jalen yeah. Reed. But. He's he's a good coach. He's a good recruiter. Sure. I mean, I'm sure they've got some nil stuff going at this this stage. If you don't have nil stuff
2: going, you're in trouble. Except that's just the start, isn't it? Like that's the.
3: Well, I mean, look. I know we're not getting into it in depth today, and I want to see how it gets resolved. But I, I am, I catch myself amazed at the media who seem stunned that there's tampering. Like, what world do you live in? Of course there's tampering. Lots and lots there's of There's
2: always been tampering.
3: Yes. Everything's now just kind of... And people are like, well, this is not how NIL was meant. Look, I get it.
2: I mean, true, but...
3: It's a true statement.
2: But everybody knew it's was how NIL was going. I, I, They're missing the point, which is what I'll get to tomorrow. Like, it... it, it. You had to put guardrails up when you did it.
3: But there was this rush to say, okay, it's available today. And they didn't allow the building of, of the track, if you will. Instead, they just said, start your engines. Yeah. And everybody just went, boom, put their foot on the on the pedal, and here we are. I mean, just to take the race car thing all the way there... It's not even a track. It's like running the Kentucky Derby, but you just, just run your horse. Where I don't know.
2: Just somewhere. Yeah. Just get to the finish line. Yeah.
3: Well, where's the finish line? It's
0: somewhere over there. over there.
3: It is Derby
2: Week, by the way. Yeah. Get your manjulips ready.
3: Did Rappaport release a story on what? Someone says what a hit piece released by Ian Rappaport on Corral. I
2: didn't think so. Did he? I think it's just about what he
3: said. I haven't seen it.
2: Well, everybody's aggregating what he said into stories. And it's creating weird headlines off the aggregation. I mean, if he has, great. Then we'll look at that. But to the best of my knowledge, before we started the show. uh, Two NBA playoff games last night. Two more beginning tonight. Golden State knocks off Memphis 117-116 in Memphis last night, or yesterday afternoon. And then um, the Bucks beat up the Celtics pretty good, one hundred one eighty nine in that series opener. Today you get uh Sixers Heat at six thirty, and you get Mavs Suns at nine on TNT. So that is your quick uh, NBA rundown for the uh, for the day.
3: Yesterday that was some PTSD as a Thunder fan watching. You've play. seen
2: that before, haven't you? Uh, yeah, it's Carson and I were upstairs watching <laughs> that and.
3: He went, he went, seen this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> no doubt.
2: No, this ends. Yep. Uh, He's like, don't leave him open. They yeah.
3: They don't miss much. They don't, well. That's, they've earned that reputation for a reason. They're not going to beat themselves. You can beat them, but you, you better. You got to earn it. You got to earn it. I did like the last play call for Moran. It just didn't go. Clay Thompson is a... I want to hate Clay Thompson. I have every reason in the world to hate him. He's a pretty likable guy. He's an elite defender. He's one of the most underrated players in the history of the NBA. Ooh, Really? No question. Big words. He's played on teams with magnetic superstars hurry and Durant. and draymond even yeah 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 but he is an elite elite defender golden state in 6 now i don't know maybe not i still think it's got a chance to be a seven game series but yeah that was a you let that one get away boy you better be you better be hyper ready when game 2 because they're going to be greedy Golden State's going to come for your throat in game two. Yeah, sure. You you better go get
2: it. Yeah. Better head to the West Coast 1-1. Yeah, because
3: they, 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 they're going to get greedy. Yeah. I didn't like the flagrant two call on Draymond. I watched it and watched it and watched it, and I get it, but that shouldn't be – and I'm not one to defend Draymond Green. Again, he's the guy that was kicking people in the crotch. I didn't like the call. And I know you didn't watch it because the the Ole Miss game was going on at the same time. Game one was a clinic from the Milwaukee Bucks. It was a clinic. You know, we always – in life, you know, there's the expression, I wish I had known it was the good old days Mm -hmm. when it was the good old days. Right now with Giannis Antetokounmpo, you're watching an all-time great at the peak of his career enjoy it. There aren't too many people that dominate – a sport, any sport, the way he's dominating a sport. They could win again. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, they beat up a really good Boston team uh, with Chris Middleton out. How was he out? Uh, I think he'll get back before the playoffs are over. But, okay. I mean, he's out for a while. That was a, that was a... That was just... You watch that team play, and they are... I tweeted this yesterday. They just play beautiful basketball. The ball moves in a way that... Probably college coaches look at it and go, God, just to see that once. And yeah, we don't get that. Yeah, to yeah, see yeah. the ball just move the way it did. He he's he's an amazing player. I don't think the Heat Sixer series is going to be very good. The the other one, the Mavericks. You think the Heat are winning?
2: Pretty. Yeah. Well, if, if Embiid can't play, right? He's out at least two. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, just quickly, and we'll close here. Uh, this weekend, SEC baseball games. Arkansas is at Auburn this weekend. It's an interesting series on the plains. Yeah, uh, it's got. That's, I, Auburn actually could go get that one and be in the host conversation.
3: R- yeah. Real big. I think Auburn's a better baseball team than Arkansas right now.
2: Yeah. Vanderbilt's at Georgia this weekend. We keep waiting on the doors and waiting on the doors and waiting on the doors. And their RPI is like eleven, but they're ten and eleven in the league. Yeah, if you watch them play, you just They don't look great. They don't. They just look very average. Yeah.
3: They don't look like an Omaha team at all. No, they don't. Frankly, there's only one team in the league that looks like an Omaha team. That is correct. But frankly, I haven't
2: seen, my, I haven't seen the rest of the if country. If you told me to pick a little, I might even go with Georgia gets hot because of some pitching and different things they do. I mean, if you told me a sneaky team got in there, sure. it might be Georgia. I still don't know what the rest of the country looks like. Oh, Sure. Because I think this is happening all over the country. We're seeing just – this 2020 has hurt things. Yeah. It has caused a problem, and that's that's what's happening. It's hurt the level of baseball in college. God bless Kentucky. They've got Tennessee and Lexington this weekend for uh, for that one. Uh, LSU's at Alabama this weekend. Huge chance for the Tide to try to get in this thing a little bit. Yeah, if you could get that series,
3: you could get they in. They feel but like you, they're slipping a little.
2: Yeah, it feels over. Yeah. Um. To the point, it might even make a hard decision on their their aid Is a burn over go yeah. in a little. They bit. feel
3: like they're slipping a little. And LSU, I know they got walked off and stuff.
2: No, she walked it off.
3: Oh, it, I'm sorry. Yeah, Doty hit the ball. Yeah, LSU's starting to look like yeah LSU a little.
2: Mm-hmm. Carolina is in College Station for uh for A and M uh, and I know it's shocking. Slash Nichols done a nice job. He's this thing. I mean, he's found it a little bit. Well, they they are,
3: outside of Tennessee, maybe yeah. the most consistent team they in the are. league. They've played really well. They kind of play the same game every day.
2: And then Ole Miss is causing <laughs> – Ole Miss in Missouri this weekend, obviously. We talked about that. And Ole Miss is causing people to kind of ignore the fact that Florida is 8-13 and in the league. They suck. I mean, that's a bigger story to me than Ole Miss. <coughs> I mean, <coughs> well, Sorry. I mean, there's no doubt there. But speaking of trying to salvage anything to get to Hoover, Florida, only one game ahead of those three at the bottom, and they're in Starkville this weekend. So weird series there with and the Gators S- and the Bulldogs. States
3: playing a little better.
2: Missouri, maybe two out of three over.
3: Yeah, the but they're still playing a little better.
2: Um, States in a desperately bad spot for the postseason as well. Yeah, I mean, well, their RPI is not. They've got to go five and four the rest of the way to even smell it. What are they in the in the eighties still? Are they in seventies? The I bet they're in the seventies. Is my guess. I don't have it up.
3: Quick. what's all mrs rpi right now
2: 60 mm. they are 60 uh miss a&m 12 lsu 17 missouri 46 arkansas 26 state yeah it's done rpi is 87 yeah they're 87 still got the rings the rings are there all right, back tomorrow. We're to talking about bit of nil tomorrow, the pit thing, some different things. I got, I got some stuff on my mind. Neil's got some stuff on his mind, so we'll uh, we'll hit football pretty hard with uh, with that and then stuff. The rest of the week, Ole Miss, no midweek baseball, just Missouri this weekend, Friday, Saturday. I'll, I'll
3: tease it with this because it's on my mind to the point where I, I want. I'll say it because I was going to say it to you. I get, I get a message from a lot of people, and I understand where it comes from, and I I agree with the sentiment. Maybe this is kind of the topic for tomorrow. Sure. Is someone has to stop this? Someone had it feels like to me, well, oh, how you can get
2: the genie back in the bottle? I, I, I how do you? Well, how- I agree with you, but I think I've even got a larger take on what it means. So I, okay. I, I think, like, yeah, it, it, we're running down not just a weird bad course, but one that might be changing the sport before we even oh, realize it's happening. I don't so, think there's any question that it's changed. I mean, I, that's my point is yeah, I, the people keep saying
3: this, ha- like, there was a tweet out the other day and it referred to this pit usc thing yeah. as wild yeah and the person who responded to me said they misspelled dumb this yeah. is dumb and i agree generally that it's dumb that you can just go in may raid a roster hey here's 3 million dollars on a house in los angeles come play but it's it's did you guys never even Did nobody ever sit down and go, okay, let's talk about how this is – this is my problem with the NCAA. We're we're done, I promise. My problem with the NCAA is that they are a collection of ideologues. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like the extremes of political parties. Either political party, pick whichever one you want to make fun of. The extremes don't live in a realistic world.
2: Yeah, so you missed the other side over here.
3: Yeah, and yeah. so the NCAA, I think, thought that we'll, we'll accommodate this and it'll be fine and some guys will make a little money off jersey sales. You ha- Someone in that room surely raised their hand and went, let me tell you all how this is going to go. So we've got to get ahead of this. Where this is going to go is the schools that have the big money they're going to figure out that they can go raid a roster that doesn't have the big money. And they're going to say, hey, we're, we're a receiver short post spring. We're a quarterback short. We're a defensive tackle short. We've got this money sitting here. We'll pay you. And all he has to do is go, so all I got to do is go in the morning, just go get in the portal. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I'm in the portal, I get that. It's cool. I don't blame, I don't blame the kid for going, yeah, I'll take $3 million in a, in a,
2: in a car. Or a house or whatever the cat. I, I don't blame that. Yeah. But the consequences are pretty far reaching. A lot of tributaries to yes. that. So we'll hit that tomorrow. Hope all you have a wonderful day. Some stuff at rebelgrove.com. And we will talk to you on Tuesday morning.